0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show
1: description to support now. Are you the first female winemakers, black female winemakers in Maryland? Say it again. Okay, are you you the first black female winemakers in Maryland? Yes, darling. Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. It's me and Leslie today. Hey, girl, how you doing?
2: I am doing. That's <laughs> all I can say is that I am doing. It is. I used to work with this guy. I swear, I loved him to death. You know how you always have like the senior statesman okay. in your office, and he would, and he had this really deep baritone voice. His name is John Petty, and he used to say, "Miss Freelo." some days the bear eats you and other days you eat the bear I know it's like that old
1: folks saying and I was like yep today I got eight. <laughs>
2: today,
1: Oh my goodness well hopefully your day tomorrow will be a little better so. and you yes. will eat the bear exactly exactly, <laughs> exactly. how was your day you know I can't complain um I can't complain I, I started a new job in a few weeks so you know Congratulations. thank you very much and don't you know how you start to not care you right. know when you're about to leave so that's where I'm at okay. <laughs> that's where I'm okay. at like oh oh you asked him to stop when is it due oh I'm so oh, sorry I won't uh, be here yeah let me reassign it right. yeah so that's where I'm okay. at <laughs> Yes, I've been happily yes. doing that all day. Oh, but before we introduce our special guests, I want to shout out a black business. Oh, please do please. So do. I, have an, I have a new hairstylist. Um, do you? <laughs> I do. I uh-huh. was going because you know, we used to go to the same mm-hmm. salon. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. post COVID. She was always booked. Right? So, right. Um, I was like, girl, I just we I can't wait around for that. Uh-huh. So I found a new stylist and they're younger, which mm-hmm. is good for me because the last time that I went to the salon and didn't go to my usual girl, I came out with a mushroom. Ooh. So we can't do that. Mm-mm. We can't do that. So I found a new salon. It's called Hair in Space. And it's in okay. College Park, black mm-hmm. owned. And they do new nails too. So oh. I had a really good experience. Everybody okay. was young and lively and my hair looked good. So it's in College Park, and it's called Hair and Space. Hair and Space, yeah. Okay, okay. And you don't choose your stylist; you just and it's a blowout bar. So you go there oh. specifically for blowouts. Mm-hmm. That's what they specialize in. So and you can't choose your stylist. I, I, so I guess they're all good. The girl that I got was really good, and um, yeah. So I had a good experience. So it's like Southwest. You get your ticket. Sure. And yes.
2: First come first serve. You pick a seat.
1: There you go. Yeah.
2: Like that. Well, yeah. th- that's comforting to know that um, everyone is good. Because right. where I, you, know, you know where I go.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: And and I have been with my person for a while. Mm-hmm. And And I know everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I have either a 5 or 5.30 a.m. appointment.
1: That's not crazy at all.
2: And I am out by seven.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful we Well, see, we're early birds. So this, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, this is music to our ears.
2: So then like, I, my, my day is, you know.
1: You got I'm, your whole I'm day out. and your hair is done.
2: Yeah.
1: Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes.
2: Yes. But I don't know who, like, I know certain people that I might want to go there, but I couldn't say that. Okay. That they said, you go to right. whoever's next. I'd be like "Mm, no I'll
1: wait yeah you should you should because that's how I got set up so yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so on that note (laughs) we have some very special guests and they are black lady winemakers and we're so happy to have y'all hey
3: how are you
1: good we have the ladies of philosophy winery how y'all doing today
0: doing very well doing great thank you how are you
1: Oh, we're hanging in each other. Yeah, and
2: we're so excited because, you know, this is a long time coming. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, so we are so excited to have you here.
1: Yeah. We're excited to be here. Wonderful. So, so, please so introduce yourself. Please do.
3: Well, I'm Kimberly Johnson, the co-founder of Philosophy Winery and Vineyard, and I'm the winemaker.
0: And I'm Denise Matthews, also
1: co-founder in Sommelier. Nice. So give us a story. Um, Tell us, like each of you, how you got into wine and how y'all met and how philosophy was born.
3: Getting into wine. First, I started volunteering at different wineries just to get in free for that festival. And I was doing that with a couple of my girlfriends and... um, as time went on, they just reneged and really didn't want to do it anymore. But I stayed, and with that stay in power, I learned so much about uh, the wine industry—from making wine to selling wine to tasting wine—all um, aspects of the the wine industry. Okay, and Denise,
2: mm-hmm. how did you how did you get into?
3: Okay, so
0: wine. I started drinking wine about <laughs> thirty years ago. <laughs> In my mid-20s or near late-20s, late, late 20s, I started drinking wine because I thought cognac, And I was like, I need to dr- find something else to drink that's a little less expensive that I enjoy. So I started drinking wine. But um, I got introduced to the industry when my friend Kimberly, you know, Kimberly and I worked together. So we were co-workers you know, about oh, 10 gotcha. like years ago. And uh, Kimberly, this, you know, she was like, I want to start a winery, And I said, well, come on, let's do it. And so that's what we did. We literally had that five-minute conversation, and the next day we were downtown signing papers. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm very, very excited about it. I mean, you know, she's had a, a dream, a passion for it for a long time, and I've loved enjoyed it for a long time. And so then we start, we decided to start this business, and I decided to further my education a little bit more too.
1: So wait, so let's back up. So Kimberly, you didn't just volunteer; you worked at one of Maryland's best wineries for a number of years. So, at what point did you know you wanted to start a winery?
3: I've always been in the wine industry, but it wasn't until working at Old Westminster Winery, and I've been there seven years. And with that seven years, I've learned from the beginning to the end from, you know, bringing the grapes into the vineyard from the vineyard to uh, being in the tasting room and selling the wine. So, with that, I decided, you know what, I can do this myself. So, like Denise said, I called her one day. I was tired of my job. I was just dealing with a whole lot of stuff. Kind of had a day like Leslie just had. <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Girl, I'll, let's just start a winery." And we were downtown getting our LLC. Mm-hmm. The next day, I was off. So, uh, Old Westminster, Old Westminster Winery has uh, been definitely very important in our. Um, in our
2: venture. I think it's important that you share with people so they, they understand the time commitment and how, how, how long you've been at this. Cause a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to start making wine. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, they think they don't, you know, they don't know about the whole labeling process, working with um, the federal government, all that, Like how long did it take from you to form your LLC to actually get something in Bottle?
3: So it took us, so we started in April of 2018 and that's when I called Denise. And then when we started, we were just running, literally running from that point on. But to be honest, this venture for me, just with without Denise, just by myself, started seven years ago. Okay, Seven years ago. And just to imagine to from, we choose Maryland grapes and that's all we use. So from using a Maryland vineyard, to working with the farmer to trying to get someone to assist them making the wine, the facility that we can borrow uh, the equipment to a uh, labeling and working with the TTB, also working with the Maryland State Licensing um, Controller's Office It's a lot, so it is a passion. I'm telling you, if you don't have the the passion, the consistency, the the interest in hearing the word no, a contrued in times, which is not even a word, but you have to just keep at it, but it's not an overnight sensation. And one other thing I wanna mention about an overnight sensation, it takes three to five years for a vine to actually give grapes that you can use And it takes at least eighteen months to make a red wine, so that's money that's sitting in a barrel that you can't can't touch.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: So it is definitely a labor of love. While the bills are still coming in, okay, Um, Okay. (laughs) and they're they're growing, just knocking, and they're growing, (laughs) and they're knocking on you, and you're just like, give me a second, (laughs) praying through it. Oh my gosh!
1: Um, Wow. So. So Denise, were you already a sommelier when um, Kimberly came to you and said, "I'm starting a winery. I want you to help me, No. or join me." No. Oh. Kimberly,
0: well, wow. uh, well, we've been friends. Like I said, we've been friends for almost fifteen years.
1: Oh. And okay. Yeah. 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 She,
0: she's also, you know, aware of my business <laughs> ventures and my business decisions. So she she knew that I would, you know, being a good person to do a business with. But no, I wasn't, I wasn't, it it was only then when I decided to get into the industry that I decided I needed to, I wanted to learn more because Mm -hmm. we pretty much have our, you know, Kimberly, she's been dreaming of this for, like she said, seven years of being a winemaker and I'm a service person. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm an executive coach, I'm always in service. So I wanted to, I was drawn more to the psalm aspect because that's where the service comes in. Um, and that's why I decided to go ahead and further my education in that in that direction.
3: Denise actually um, studied and went to apply for the first level level of Psalm and was awarded her first level the first time. That does not happen often.
1: Hmm. Wow! Wow! That's awesome. That was that meant awesome.
3: to be. Pearl is bad. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I had
0: God with me. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> at some point, you know, you get to a certain age and you're like, can I really study again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. An examination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. you know, it was, Um, it took me back a little bit. I mean, I, I also have been a stockbroker. So I remember it took me all the way back to when I was studying for that. And I was like, oh my gosh. Am I really doing this? But yeah. I love every second of it, um, every, every second of doing it. And it was quite an experience. And so I'm glad I did.
3: And now she's moving on to the next section oh. certified song.
0: Yeah. So I'll do that probably next year. And, you know, we'll continue to, because you can't just go into business and just stop doing things. Mm-hmm. You have to continue to grow yourself as well professionally. So, Kimberly, she's also, you know, signed up to take some classes at the uh, University of California. So, I can't wait, I'm so excited about yeah. these
3: classes. Mm-hmm. This class is the wine certificate at the most prestigious wine college in the freaking world. <laughs> okay, UC Davis is, right. Yes, I mean, if you mm-hmm. get a wine certificate, ma- wine maker certificate from there, you know what you're doing. So I'm in my first class uh, this spring. Yeah. Nice.
0: So
3: <laughs> So That's
0: we're
2: really going right along, you know, we're just going to keep it moving. So um, it takes a village to make a bottle of wine. Yes. yes. And and mm. you had mentioned um, Old Westminster, but what other uh, resources were you able to tap into to, to help you fulfill this dream?
3: So, Kevin Addicts is like our number that's one that's father. Our guy. That's God. a godfather. Yes,
2: <laughs> a godfather.
3: godfather I
0: like,
2: Juan.
3: That. I like that. I'm going to call him that. He's a, he's a godfather of wine. I was talking to him today about something. But um, he and the Maryland Wine Association is a tremendous part of our growth and who we are and how we got to where we needed to be. And but like I said, persistent and consistency is what got us to where we are. Mm. Also, I mean, you know, we really, we really do. We've had
0: a number of people um, supporting us. We could not have done it without them. Mm. There's no doubt about it. And so going back to the question about um, starting your own business or people who are interested, one of the first things they should do is get involved with the Maryland Wineries Association Mm. because they have a, they have a class. They have, we went to, that's the first thing we did. We went to a, we went to a class. The second thing we did, we went to a class that Kevin, Um, uh, was teaching about what is required to have your own winery. So Uh people have to to dig into these resources. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, I don't know how you can do it without having this type of support. So the Maryland Wineries Association were great supporters of ours. And also, you know, the Wine Collective, um, they're definitely great supporters of ours. I mean, we have many people, we have many people who have supported us and we are grateful.
2: So tell us about the Wine Collective because, you know, I know when people hear this and, and this has probably already happened to you, they're like, well, how can I find them? Where can I, can I go visit them or what have you? So how do people get access to you and, and do you do in-person tastings or how do you, how does it work?
3: So the Wine Collective is an entity within Baltimore city. Um, they assist other wine makers, wineries, vineyards in making wine. So basically Mm -hmm. co-op where we use the same, we use the same equipment. Um, There's a consultant that helps us with getting the wine that we want and making the wine that's the best quality ever. Um, So the Wine Collective is that, uh, but due to licensing, we don't sell our wine there. We do have times that we can do pop-up events at Mm -hmm. the Wine Collective, but there you can't just go to the Wine Collective and um, purchase our wine.
2: Okay. So you are, so, so you're based out of the Wine Collective, but you do, you do pop-ups other places in person for people to, if they wanted to purchase wine from you in person and not-
0: Wine from us, they can absolutely go to our website and purchase okay. wine. Okay. But also, we just secured a relationship with Off the Rocks, um, <laughs> the wine bar, wine store, I'm sorry, wine and beer store, and they will have our wine exclusively.
1: So Off the Rocks, and where is that located? It's located in Baltimore City. Baltimore, okay. Yes. Congratulations.
3: African American. That's great. Wine. Oh,
1: wine all right. Store. That's
3: right. Yeah, really? really? So, yes, you should check them out.
2: What part of Baltimore are they in? In the city. So
0: they're in uh Canton. No, it's actually near Canton.
2: Near okay. Canton. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Federal Fells Point, Canton.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Canton is probably the best way to describe the area. Very cool. Yes, yes. Nice. Thanks.
1: So we all have your wine. Well, we all, me and Leslie got your wine, right? We wine. Okay, <laughs> we got your wine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes,
3: thank you for contributing and yes, and supporting. Yes.
0: And I guess we should not leave you out of that that circle of support. No doubt, we appreciate that you would have us on, that you would purchase and promote us, and just you know support us in any way that you can. So we're, we're grateful for that. Yes. Thank,
2: thank you. you. No problem. So tell us what do we have in our glass? Because uh, mm-hmm. thank goodness. <laughs>
1: Is not doing, she's not you. doing pictures today. Oh, <laughs> I've already done my pictures. Oh, you mean of us? Oh, Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let me introduce you to Rain. And Rain is out in Vintage, and she is very enticing. I mean, she's a very vibrant red color. Um, she boasts of aromas and flavors of cherry and strawberry. Got a little bit of raspberry and hints of lemon zest in it. It's very smooth. I love her. She's very smooth and very balanced and uh, and very um, versatile. So you can pretty much have this with any meal that you like. Uh, We call this our our fall rosé.
1: Very nice. And you can, um, Kim, you can get wine nerdy on us. Um, Tell us how it's made, what it's made of.
3: Thank you, for, thank you for the wine nerd introduction because <laughs> you have to stop me. <laughs> so this is made by the Chamberson grape. Chamberson is a grape native, um, it's a hybrid grape. actually, actually grows very well in the East Coast which has that climate of four seasons. Um, it's fermented in stainless steel. So with that stainless steel, if we, of course we have no oak, but the Chamberson grape skin is very dark. So it makes a really good red wine and it makes an even darker red ro- uh, rose basically. It makes even darker rose. So that's why the color and the, uh, that's on the uh, that you see is very, very raspberryish.
1: yeah, yeah so, it's very bright, yeah
3: so It's very vibrant. Mm-hmm. It's very vibrant yes. <laughs> so when I talk about the chambers and grape, some people say um, they don't know they don't recognize it. But it's basically a hybrid that um, that works very well here on the East Coast. What's and the
2: um, what's the residual sugar?
3: Zero. Hmm. But it's very fruity and fruit forward, so it does feel like that it has some residual sugar, but there's mm-hmm. a Zero. zero okay. Sugar.
1: Yeah, I was telling the girls earlier that um, I made salmon today and it it paired really nicely with salmon and some Brussels sprouts. It's very nice. It's a nice pairing wine. But I can also see just sipping it outside on the porch or something. It's very um, it tastes as bright as it looks, if that makes sense. Um, And I actually and I'm actually not a fan of the Chambers and grape, but this is really this is really lovely. Thank you. Thank you. you.
3: That's why I try to explain a lot about the Chamberson grape because some people, it has a bad rap sometimes.
1: It, because there's some bad ones out there. There's some real bad ones. (laughs) uh,
3: I know. I have tasted some bad ones uh, from Chamberson. But yes. And these grapes are grown on, I believe, the East uh, Eastern Shore. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, it
2: doesn't. I mean, Chamberson is such, as you said, like the grape is inky black yes mm-hmm. so it doesn't need a whole lot of contact right. with the skins be, and to get the pigment and the flavor from it and I think um some places that try to make a chamberson rose they leave it it's, it's too much contact with the skins, and mm-hmm. so you get that strong anise flavor and you don't get the the fruitiness mm-hmm. from um the fruit that you do in this, in this particular rosé. And actually, ladies,
3: what grape did you think it was?
1: I thought it was Chamberson. Uh, I was well, it's, well I, I'm biased because as soon as, as soon as she tasted it, she was just like, oh girl, this is Chamberson. And I was like, for real? I was like, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, I, and I know how Serena <laughs> feels about Chamberson. So I was like, this tastes like Shamerson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not I mean not in a bad way. I'm just like it yeah. tastes like
3: and it's yeah. not on the
2: bottle. It it wasn't on right. the bottle. So right. I was I was guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
3: talk, about, talk about humble beginnings. Because chamberson grows so well, it grows like wheat. believe it. Or not. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. It so well. In our first year, we actually estimated to get um I believe six tons of grapes um but Mm. life did not give us six tons of grapes of maryland grapes it gave us only a ton or two Mm. so with that we made lemonade into um from Mm. lemons. i think that's how you say it so was the harvest in 2018 nope harvest in 2019 from a little old teeny little winery like us that nobody knows, they have not heard about us. Mm -hmm. And and starting in January, what I do, is I go to different vineyards, I talk to different people, I try to get our name out there, and I try to get it the best grapes possible from Maryland. Now I've been offered, we've been offered to use other grapes from Virginia, from New Jersey, but we're Maryland girls. We're actually Baltimore city girls. (laughs) So, it was no way in the world. We don't use uh, fake Louis Vuitton, so we don't use fake grapes. So, (laughs) (laughs) Leslie. We we went with what we got, and God gave us Chamberson Girl, and we made a great rosé out of Chamberson. Also, what we were able to get that year was a 2018 Cabernet Franc from the Eastern Shore. And honey, oh. that's in barrel right now, and mm. it is delicious. We get to taste it ever so often during the eighth process. In February, it will be bottled along with our 2020 vintage. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: was wondering, the reason why I asked if it was in 2018. Bad year. It was a really bad year. It was
3: a bad year. It was a
2: very it was a, yeah, it was, a, it was a, that all that rain that year. Yeah that a lot of people had to drop fruit. So that's why I was wondering, it didn't yield as much.
1: So when you said in January, you went to um, wineries to introduce yourself, is that what you had to do? Is that what you're planning to do from this point on? Or are you going to buy land and grow your own grapes at some point?
3: Well, until we're able to buy land, um, we are gonna continue to use other farmers, uh, but they all will be in Maryland. But until we're able to buy land and have our own estate grapes like uh like some some other vineyards um well we will just make wines from other vineyards
1: and and may i ask like how does that work do you do you like is there like a rental contract with the vines or do you just buy grapes when they're ready or do, do you buy the juice
3: no, we start at the very beginning before the vine when the vines are dormant in, in January. And I say this is what the wines that I want to make next year. We'll have a Viognier, and we'll have some Cabernet nice. Franc bottled. We'll have Malbec that's going into barrel. So we own French oak barrels with our philosophy name on it. And what we do is we put our wine in those French oak barrels. They're brand new. And that makes a really delicious red. But of course it has to take about 18 months. Going back to the grapes. Yes, we start that off at the very beginning. We buy grapes. We don't buy juice. We don't buy concentrate. We don't buy anything that's bottled before. We are high quality um, product. And we buy things that that are grapes that we can make into a delicious and uh, wonderful wine.
2: That's wonderful. That's awesome. That is, um, Sarita was sharing with me, uh, Sarita and I often exchange, uh, (laughs) TV show notes. (laughs) And so she was sharing with me this one show recently where these people had, um, they were Mm winemakers and, um, but somebody else was making their wine. So I started watching the show. It's called, I quit y'all. Really? Yeah, it's called, I quit. It's on this discovery channel. Okay. And, um, and the, the, the people who are making the wine, I was surprised that um, they had never visited the place where they were making the wine. So they, they flew out to visit the winemaker for the first time. And they were just like, oh, so this is where you make the wine. So basically uh, they were just putting the, they were just putting, their label
1: on it. They were just like a brand, right? And that's and people don't realize how common that is with people. Like people behind the brand don't even touch or even see the wine before it's
3: bottled. Oh my gosh, Denise will tell you I'm so. Oh Lord, <laughs> she just said, "Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm so dramatic when it comes to the uh, the making of our wine that it gets to be like she has to like calm me down because. I want to make something that's authentic that I'm going to put my name on. And once I put Kimberly Johnson's name on it, philosophy's name on it, it means it stands right next to me. So uh, it's quality that's worth it. We walk through the vines. We pick, we, I mean, I eat, she doesn't eat eat. (laughs) But I pick, I eat, I talk to the farmers all year long. So if you're not involved like that, you're not making quality wine. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Leslie asked me about people were asking her, "How can I be a owner a winery? It is not an overnight success."
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, no, it's it's definitely not. And we've said on this show, we do not want to be winemakers. We don't. Mm-mm. No, we know too much. <laughs> no, way too much. No, thank you. Mm-mm. <laughs> So, kudos to you. This is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> so,
2: how have you guys been
1: received? Like, is the word out there, or,
2: or um, are you still spreading the word? What has been the initial reaction?
0: Oh, man. When we first decided to release it and we did our pre release, we were overwhelmed with people putting in pre orders. Um, I mean, flooded flooded with pre-orders. We really haven't done a whole lot ourselves in promoting it, but um, we did it a couple times and that was it. It it really blew up. So we're we're quite overwhelmed. We were overwhelmed with that and quite surprised and and quite overjoyed about it.
1: I mean, well, you guys, are you the first female winemakers, Black female winemakers in Maryland? Say it again. Okay. Are you... (laughs) Are you the first Black female winemakers in Maryland?
2: Yes, darling.
1: Well, yes. that that's that's why wow, that that is a <laughs> huge deal.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Um,
1: that in itself.
0: I mean, that was that was one of the things we definitely. If, oh, absolutely verified. It. Not just in Maryland, we're one of maybe two on the East Coast. Even.
1: Yeah, it's not many. Yeah,
0: probably I mean, you can count if there if there are three, that's a lot.
1: Yeah,
0: on the East Coast. So, I mean, you know, in all seriousness, that we are. Blessed to be able to do that, to yeah. be you know trailblazers in this area, and to uh, be in a position to let other women know that they can do this too. Yes, is it a lot of work? It is a lot of work. Anything you want badly, you're going to put work into. Um, so, but it can be done because we've done it, and we want to encourage other women to do it. You know, a part of our a part of our business is also encouraging and allowing you know women to participate with philosophy. So each year we're going to have one or two women who join us from bind to bottle so that they learn the entire process and are able to um, do whatever they want to do with that. But they'll have that information because we want to mm-hmm. make sure that other people are getting it. We're not, we're, not, we're not trying to keep it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're the first, but we don't want to be the only, we don't want to be the last. We want to mm-hmm. we are already the first. Okay. But we want other people to follow us. So we want to put things in place to make sure that happens.
2: Excellent.
1: That's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the podcast producer. I right,
2: she, yeah, she is our producer. Without <laughs> look, without Sarita, there would be no swirl sweets. So let's be very clear <laughs> about <laughs> that.
1: That's
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> so um, what should we look out for next? Of course, you're going to release more wine. Do we see a tasting room in the future?
0: Oh, a tasting room like you've never seen before, darling. All right. Get- I am super excited. Remember, this, this is my area. This is my part. This is where I come into service. And um, so we're going to we'll, we're gonna be looking for spaces. We're going to do a lot of off-site events. And they're going to be in different um, venues, um, but t- uh, until we actually get our own tasting room, which we'll, we'll hope to have that maybe even next year. Maybe even next year. I think I'm going to press a little forward and make sure that happens next year. I think I'm going to do the next year. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so that's what's to come. And, you know, in a couple of years, we'll have, we're looking for land. We'll be looking until we find a spot that is right for us. And then we'll plant some vines and we'll, of course, we'll have a you know, our own vineyard and tasting room on site.
1: What kind of off-site events are you going to participate in? Are you going to go like, farmers markets and things of that nature?
0: I. Hopefully we'll be at farmers markets, but uh, you know, as you know, we were at the field market that old Westminster has, yeah. and we love that. And yet again, old Westminster, no one else can come to old Westminster and sell their wine, but yet they allow us to do it. So that just yeah. shows you just how, how awesome they are in supporting every effort, our efforts and, and we greatly appreciate that. Um, so we may do uh, some other field markets, probably smaller things, smaller not necessarily big. Okay. Um, we don't have much to
3: sell.
1: Okay.
0: Right, and we like keeping it a little bit more intimate um, settings. We like that, which is okay. what's going to also separate us. That will be different about us rather uh, than other other wineries. In the okay. Representing.
1: Nice. Um, I have one last question unless Leslie has um, something else Mm
0: -mm.
1: okay what advice would you give to I don't know aspiring winemakers or just like any woman trying to get into this industry any advice
3: I would just go back to saying about the have passion have consistency and have research research Research, Research. research. that's a good point Mm -hmm. you you got to do
0: your research you got to do your research and connect with resources people who are already in the industry people have done it we're right here we're here so you know people like us that are going to be here to help um guide them through it that's what's important
3: because one thing about the connections i've made through my years of working in the maryland wine industry um it It's it's all about who, you know, it's all about who can help you and, um, who you can help. That's the position that we're in right now is that who we can, whom we can help, but it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's a labor of love and it is again, not an overnight success.
0: It is not we've enjoyed every minute of it but just like kimberly said i mean she started dreaming about this she dreamed she had a dream for seven years yeah you know what i'm saying so and the reason why she had a dream for seven years well timing is everything yes that's one thing god's timing is everything but um but you know there she also didn't have no anybody to follow like there was no one that looked like her, her let me say that mm-hmm. to follow so she had re she did have resources around her but they weren't used. But you know, when the time was right, it was it was the right time to do it. But, exactly. Yeah.
3: Yep.
0: So those resources are, are key.
1: Got it. Excellent. Excellent, ladies. That's great. Yeah, that's wonderful. All mm-hmm. right. So this portion what? of our show, we ask you rapid and well, you know what? They're random questions, and um, right. you know, the bulk of them uh, relate to Baltimore. So. Hey. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right.
1: So crabs or crab cakes?
3: Crab cakes. I would say crabs.
1: Crabs for me. Leslie. <laughs> crabs.
3: Crabs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all work.
3: Like I guess I'm the one who don't like
2: them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's the blue crabs. It's not Alaska. Not any crab, right, right. right. <laughs> and
1: we'll see the thing is, um, yes, I do think crab cakes are lazy. Also, <laughs> also, not many places make good crab cakes. So well, I, I never start. order them because yeah, I'm true. always disappointed. So I would much rather have crabs and okay. dis- so you yeah.
3: you have to go
0: to the same. You have to find one that makes great crab cakes. You right? Where else? Just go there.
1: Yeah, yeah. you right? Yeah,
0: there is fun in picking crabs though.
1: But- yeah, I I feel like you get like I have to really like you to eat crabs with you.
0: Ooh, no. oh, that I do. I point. mean, yeah, you got
1: to think perfect. about it, y'all. It takes a long time to pick crabs. You yeah. sitting in front in front of somebody for a long time. That is
2: true. Yeah, you
0: don't.
2: Yeah, you don't go out with strangers to pick or somebody. That's not a
1: first date type. Like type. I was about to say, that would be a terrible mm-hmm. first date. You stuck okay. with them you know, eating
0: crabs. The, the life coach in me would love that as a first type of communication because okay, I can else. see. While we're doing something we love, we can be yeah. in conversation to get to know each other.
1: Yeah. Also, I'm a person that needs to do things with my hands, so I doodle a lot. You know, I like crossword uh-huh. puzzles, and i yeah. So anyway, crabs work for me.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so, <clears throat> where do you get your chicken box?
3: Boy, I have not had a chicken box since 1970. <laughs> <laughs> That's when She was born. <laughs> but... If I had to get a chicken
1: box now, I would go to Penn and North, yep. up here in Baltimore City, because they had the most best, the dirtiest place with the best chicken box.
3: Sure. Well, I went to Morgan State, so, um, okay,
1: okay. yeah, so we got our chicken, we got our chicken boxes from Sonny's, again,
2: oh, nice,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, not the cleanest place, but, you know, you get what you need.
2: Yes, yes,
0: yes. I'm going to go there with you, yes, Sonny's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Leslie, do you get chicken boxes from Baltimore?
2: I do not. Okay. That's okay. I do. I do not. I do have to say, though, um, I'm having this, um, I, I, um, I am a recovering Royal Farms type of person.
3: Um, Sure.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. I am. I am like, I'm not going in you know can't what,
1: go in because i'm not, not going, chicken? going in <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's not happening and then they make they make this um pulled chicken sandwich have you had that uh-uh yeah so what they do is they take the fried chicken and they pull it off the bone
3: mm-hmm. and wait it, i got one
1: question do they leave some of the crispy skin on it Almost definitely, yes, you are yeah. lying to me <laughs> what? yes, yes girl
2: <laughs> and put it in between two pieces of bread. Now before they were using like um what is that potato bread, but now they started using like uh Texas toast too much bread for me okay. and and so but they pulled the pulled chicken and you can choose dark meat or white meat. so it's not just white meat. Mm, You can choose either or, and they pile it on, and then whatever sauce you want on top. Well, that's it. I'm going tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Dang. I did not know they did that. Yes, they do. Whew, child. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Do you have a natural remedy for fighting colds?
3: Denise is the naturalist.
0: Um, Well, you know, we do a lot of... um, preventative stuff in our house. It, it, I rarely have a cold. I rarely mm. have a cold. Okay. We take a lot, you know, we take a lot of supplements. We don't, you know, we try to eat right, but we, you know, we have some bad days where we slip and eat some things. that I mm-hmm. but, but for the most part, we, we take a lot of supplements. So not that often. They're cold. For,
3: for the kids, I do vitamin C. I mean, vitamin C for my children and for myself. Um, but other than that, I really don't have cold, don't get colds either. Mm. Um, I would say zinc, mm-hmm. mm.
2: taking the zinc tablets. And then also I drink a lot of, uh, tonic water and mm. oh. the, um, I forget what it is that makes the tonic water, but that is a good remedy to help prevent colds, especially, um, respiratory Hmm, I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, mine is pretty much like ginger and a lot of ginger and um a lot yeah. of elderberry. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I have the chewable ones and I have the elderberry tea. But yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: yeah. Cool. Good things. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Baltimore Club or Go Go? <gasps> Baltimore Club with an
0: every now and then go go. Like I like okay. go go. On occasion, like, but not consistent, consistently. So, Baltimore Club with a little go go every now and then.
3: Okay, I haven't been to a club since 1977.
1: Oh my
3: god! It's the music, Kim. Right, like if it was playing on the radio, which one would you turn to? Baltimore Club, because the from go go, I'm just like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But yeah, Baltimore Club. Leslie
2: it is go-go without a doubt. Oh, so you, know you know who she is without <laughs> a doubt. And I was telling Rita, I was like, I'm too old to go to a go-go. But if I could slip in, I would <laughs> definitely go. I would I would definitely do it. Okay.
0: That's all right.
2: <laughs> Well,
0: I, I mean, was a little bit different because I'm getting ready to have my 55th birthday on December 1st. Nice. And I would love to go to a Baltimore club and do some go-go.
1: Love so, it. I
0: mean, <laughs> to have a virtual party. That exactly. Love yes.
1: yes. Love it. Uh, I'm a DC native. It's go-go all day. I know. I all I need all to day. do is hear it. It's a, it's a movement. It's a feeling. It, it is. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh wait so what are you gonna do for your birthday
0: so i don't i want to do a lot of things but that's mm-hmm. always um mm-hmm. will tell you that birthday, I, I only celebrated excited about my birthday like everything else is fine every other holiday okay but my birthday each and every one of them mm-hmm. i just sure. excited about each and every one of them yeah so i don't know i'm actually planning right now uh, about w- what I'm gonna do, I gotta make a decision soon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah, I was, I, I, was I, I, I was originally going to Napa, but oh. since um, well, my mom is a little ill, so I don't really want to leave
1: town. Okay, uh, but
0: I was gonna Got go you. to Napa and visit my cousin who lives there, and of course, go to the vineyards.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, to- and Leslie's birthday is coming up also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: and everything I've thought about, then I was like, no, COVID, no. <laughs> yeah so I I'm still indecisive I mean
1: even if you do even if you do decide something like are are you going to choose your top five your top 10 friends like because everybody can't come well see that's the other thing
2: too that's the other thing I saw somebody recently I know who had a birthday and they did it at a restaurant Mm -hmm. and I was sitting there I was like counting the people around the table I was like oh that's too much (laughs) (laughs) that's too much and it didn't, it didn't look
1: like it was ventilated. I was,
2: you know, I was having, uh, yeah. I okay. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, with, with mine, because, uh, I just turned 40 y'all. So with oh, mine my- <laughs> <was a> <laughs> <laughs> all of my separate, all of my celebrations were separate. So, um, I ate crabs with six people, like um, that. on the water. Okay. That was one day. The next day, there was a drive-by. So my family um, and my husband, they did plan a drive-by. It was super cute. Um, and then, what did I do after that? Oh, and then I went on a boat with, it was four of us total. So it was a uh, private charter with four of us. Um, and it was a Black lady uh, captain, which is awesome. Ooh. Yeah, I would suggest that, but she's <laughs> done for the season. Yeah, she's I done for the that. season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she doesn't start back up until March. But I'll send y'all her information because she was fantastic. She got us fresh seafood and everything. Yeah, she was bomb. Um, then uh, that weekend, I went to a beach house in Virginia Beach, and it was cold, so nobody was on the beach. Nobody was there, but we got an Airbnb and it was four of us. So everything and they they were all different groups, so everything was separate. You know, so it was fine. But yeah. you got to get creative, I guess yeah yeah
2: that's exactly what i'm struggling with like who do i invite not invite but i like the idea of having
0: yeah i do separate
2: little things Mm -hmm. yeah that's a
1: great
0: idea
1: all right next question who is your favorite character on the wire
3: Kimberly
1: doesn't know anyone on the wire. I'm sorry. You I'm are not- lying to me. What? What, what are we doing? Or what are I we doing? I, I have never
3: watched the wire I wish I was lying. Like, oh. I've seen them videotaping around here back in the day, but... I, Why? Know, I, didn't watch it. I just have never had any interest in it. Kim, it's in your city. Nothing. You. I can see Baltimore, I can walk out my door and see
1: Baltimore. Girl, <laughs> mm. you don't care about how TV predicts your city, like shows your city?
3: Well, I know that they're gonna show it all incorrectly, but I don't know. Hey, I
2: have to say the wire was pretty accurate. Like, that, you, I'm sorry, it was accurate. <laughs> you can say, <laughs> "Oh, that's something." So you
0: just it was, it was partially accurate. I know some of the people. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. yeah I happen to know some of the people, so it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was pretty. It was partially accurate. Yes. Okay. Um, but I thought it was. I, I enjoyed it, and yes, Idris yes
1: you know it
3: mm, mm-hmm. yes
0: yes and yes That's yeah.
3: what <laughs> <laughs> um you know
1: it. first of all the wire is one of my favorite shows i just yeah. finished re-watching the entire series it's one of the best it's one of the best stories the best acting i've i've ever seen on tv and i watch a lot of things wow. um so um which my-
2: season was your favorite which one was your favorite season? girl
1: it it changes every time i watch it mm-hmm. but it's actually nobody shoot me but it's actually season three is that with the kids um, no season four is with the, the kids
0: when the poor people came yeah
1: yeah the port yeah really that's when think to me that was the shift that's when stringer bell started to lose it that's when he was making a bunch of us I, listen we can mm-hmm. do this all day <laughs> but uh, season three is my favorite. Um, after watching it, this might have been my third time rewatching it. And now that we're it's winter, I'll probably watch it again. But but it's my favorite dead. character yeah. is Bubbles. Oh, come on, son! He, he said he saved so many asses. Yes, you know?
2: he did.
1: I he mean, did. yeah. Anyway, Who uh, Leslie, did. who's your favorite, favorite character? <laughs> oh
2: my goodness! Okay, so I don't have just one. I I like Snoop.
0: Yeah,
2: I like Snoop. I like um, oh, what's the Black Detective? See, I haven't seen it in a while. Which one?
0: Oh, which one? It's the one that few. played on
2: the one who played on Tremaine. Tremaine. Oh, Bunk? Yeah, I like Funk. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. is
0: crazy
2: as hell. Yeah, know I I I love him. Um, I love. Oh, I don't know what that is. I love the four little boys in the um.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. they
2: just—they just tore my heart apart. Yeah. They just tore my heart apart. Yeah. Um. And there's somebody else, uh, but I can't remember. But yeah, those those are those are yeah. and Idris, right? Like that's just like yeah, that's, that's,
0: <laughs> some, that's <laughs> every, he's on everybody's
2: Right, right. It goes without saying. <laughs>
0: yeah and i do cool. like snoop too because snoop was now yeah, that was real 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 like they, they had were, a lot of baltimore no locals lines. yeah she mm-hmm. lines. that was so natural for yeah. her i'm like that is really her
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep yeah. yeah. kim are you, you gonna watch the ride <laughs> no not not <laughs> interested <laughs> but wait i have another question kim because we gonna figure this out i'm trying to figure out why you didn't watch it um do you don't you don't watch much tv I don't actually. Okay. Well, that explains no. it. That explains it. <laughs> I
3: go to the cable right.
1: at the house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So this last question is just for y'all.
3: Okay.
1: okay. Your next one is about to release. You both take a deep breath and you're staring at a hundred or so cases that you have to shell, sell. Um. What do you pour and what song do you play?
3: So, I can speak for both of us, because we'll probably be there doing the same thing. Um, we would pour whatever we're about to sell so we could get pumped about it. We're gonna get pumped on Beyonce, Girls Run the World. I love it. Mm-hmm. We, we are all, we're all girls, all women, winery, and we do run the world.
0: Yeah, I also like, um, uh, girl on fire for that oh nice mm, mm-hmm. very nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we have those yeah. new one song yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: right that's right yeah so this will definitely be women empowered yes. a woman empowered song
1: yeah i love it i love it um guys this was so fun
3: oh yes it was can we talk yeah, about- yeah. yeah.
1: Would you say? yes Let's come back again. Of course, of course. Yes. When you release your next wine, we'll have it and we'll do this all awesome. over again.
0: Awesome. awesome. Yeah, this was so fun. Um, we appreciate yeah, it.
1: yeah, sure. Um, before we go, tell everybody where they can follow you.
0: They can follow us at our on our website at uh, philosophywinery.com. They can also follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at philosophy winery. Uh, If you're interested in ordering wine, they can definitely order through our website and they can also order from our new uh, partnership retailer, Off the Rocks.
1: That's it. R-O-X. Do you um, know the next pop-up that's going to happen?
0: You know, we're working on that right now. Okay. We'll let you know.
1: Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
0: That's that people sign up for our newsletter so that they can stay informed with what we're doing. Um, that's probably the best way to know what's happening with us or and following us on, on social media.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Leslie, you got any news for us? Do you know 301 news?
2: Yeah. I do. I do have news. It's not, I mean, it's not great news. So you know we stopped our tours. I don't know if I said that last time. We stopped tours. It doesn't mean that we stopped tours forever, ever, ever, but we stopped until 2021. And so we are doing, um, all virtual wine tastings now. And, um, and we've created, uh, virtual wine tasting gift certificates. So if you want to do like a party of four or what have you, and you want to give somebody that gift, we are doing that. And then, uh, next month we'll have a big announcement about our newest venture.
3: Awesome. All right. All right.
1: Thank you, ladies. Thank Thank you guys for being on the show. This was so fun. Yes,
3: thank you
1: so much. All right. All right. Y'all stay safe. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us, World Sweet, everybody. That is our show. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and share our show with your followers. Leave a comment on iTunes. Hit us up on Instagram. Send us an email. We're all open. Stay safe. Cheers.